What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Fight with your host, Frankie Roach, and my co-host again, Mike the Martian. Welcome back, man. Uh, well, with everything going on today, we have the Tiafimo fight on today. And it's been a long time trying to make this fight going. Since June of this year, since June, and then August, then it got pushed to October, then the IBF said, fuck it, we, we're, we're tired of waiting. Eddie Hearn threw his hat in there, and now we finally have this fight. It's about time. I mean, I feel like a lot of people lost interest in the fight. Mm-hmm. You know, Tiafimo talks so much shit that it's like, bro, you're fighting a mandatory. It's not like you're fighting, which there is another champion at Lightweight. He's not undisputed. He's the unified champion. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah. Devin Haney has the WBC belt. Yes. He does not have. Like, yes, you can call him an email champion all you want. He has the belt that matters. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, the get, belt. get the Cambosos fight over with already. Shit yeah. should have happened in June, and you should be on to the next fight already. People talk about Ryan Garcia wasting time, but they like to see if wasting a lot of people's time right yeah, now. Yeah, he is wasting his time with this one fight that could have just happened back in June, but no. Could have happened. Easy win. That's it. Yeah, because not a lot on. of people even know who Cambosos is. Not a lot of people nah. even have him winning. Like I'm I said, like sure I said in our last, like, like I said in our last um episode, that we only know him through what Mickey Bay and Lee yeah. Shelby. That's it. That's only it. two Those fights. Only notable wins. Yeah. Know, Fimo, you know, he took the hard road to the top. I he did. That. Mm-hmm. He fought Lomachenko, Richard Comey, shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, Nakatani. He fought the guys that nobody really wants to fight. Yeah. But now he's trying to pick easy fights. Now that he's don't there. do that. Don't I? Yeah, with the mandatory, that's that's understandable. You know, we saw when Canelo had to fight Eugen. You have to fight a mandatory. You can't just skip over. You can skip a mandatory sometimes if you're unifying. So you belts. can't. Oh, when, okay. When you're unifying belts, you right. can skip a mandatory. You can't skip a mandatory. He, but I, I don't know if he could skip this mandatory nah. and fight somebody else. He could afford Devin Haney though I, if he really wanted to. I feel like the ones that are like really like strict with their mandatories is the WBC and the IBF. Some somewhat with the WBO. Not much with the WBA. Because the WBA got so many goddamn belts. Well, now they did a recall. They did a recall of some of the belts. But, I feel like it's stupid how yeah. many belts exist Yo. right now. There's like you remember? Silver, the silver version of the belts yeah. and shit like the that. The interim yeah. title. Yeah. Like I get the interim title. Like I get that, you know? That's putting you one step closer. But I always thought that the, like, the NABA... Or that like WBC in, Intercontinental, those were like the interim titles. Like, hey, at least you had that. Yeah, the NABA, like that kind of puts you into the rankings. Yeah, that puts you in the rankings the for the main belts. Like, yeah. to be able to win the belt. Yeah, so. but now you got what the franchise, the WBC franchise belt. I don't even understand what that is. What like, is that? Like no, they explained it. It's not a friend. Like you know, no. like it's not like in sports where you put a franchise but, tag on a player. Like. <laughs> It's, it's boxing like if he wins this belt he could also win the other but belt. like I don't understand the whole franchise shit me neither it. like they explained it that when canelo moved up when he moved up in class they said all right he's a wbc franchise champion so that gives him an automatic 
like, you know, if he decides to go back down to middleweight and wants to challenge for the title, that gives him an automatic, like, title shot. That's what it basically is. I feel like you don't have to put that type of tag on Canelo. You really don't have to. At this point, who doesn't want to fight him for the money? No. Even if that's all it's for. Even if you lose to him. Losing to Canelo isn't the end of your career because it's like most people expect that. We expect you to lose to Canelo. So, Mm -hmm. you know, take the money, I guess, if he offers you the fight. Yeah. Or don't. Right now, he's the biggest money earner in boxing right now. Yeah, Pacquiao's gone. Mayweather's gone. There's nobody else. This is the cash cow right now. Yeah. And speaking of that, like another money fight well not this fight tonight but still i'm gonna watch it tonight i know you're gonna watch it my man but we got the rematch charlo versus castano in february that's a that's a good that's a good rematch yeah they needed to run yeah i mean it had you should have won that fight he should have got it was a close i gotta put my two cents on this both charlo brothers have been in close fucking fights where they could have lost I feel like this look at look at bigger look at look at bigger Charlo. He fought uh, Matt Korobov, who was like a last minute. Oh yeah, that was yeah, the night you, that his you, brother lost to Tony Harrison. Mm-hmm. The first fight. I felt with like Tony that, Harrison. Was very, that was a very close fight, and you know. What well, with the first fight with Harrison or the no, fight with Kor- the Korobov fight. fight? The Korobov fight. Yeah, absolutely. That was a very close fight. Korobov was a last minute. Yeah, and at the last minute he was able to. You know, but put on the show like you with these like with last minute opponents, it throws you off your game of who you're supposed to do. It's dangerous to just like, like it happened to Pacquiao. Look what happened. Oh yeah, yeah I in, mean, I don't. I didn't see Pacquiao beating Spence anyways. Yeah. I didn't see him beating Spence. I, I felt. Think, I felt I like Spence it would have been would've... an interesting fight, but I still. I honestly believe. I and I agree with you. Spence would have retired him. Yeah, he would have stopped him, I think. Yeah. I think it would have been worse if he fought Spence mm-hmm. him fighting Uga. But Uga, but these last-minute replacement fighters... It's tough. It's, it's like, tough to it's switch like your whole style and your whole camp. You're, f- you're training to fight a southpaw, but all of a sudden... Yeah, they throw you a different... They throw you a different hole, but I, credit to Pacquiao for stepping up to the plate, though. Yeah, but Credit to him for even keep on the camp and everything, because that fight would have been... Yeah, most guys would have backed out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but oh man, but this fight right here with Casano and Charlo, definitely running back. I think I'm good. I'm so hyped that they're running it back. I think Charlo finds a way to win this fight the second time around. Casano is gonna have to come in a little bit more defensive minded than he was in the first fight. That way, you know, they feel like. Charlo felt like he won the fight because he wobbled him a few times. Yeah, because you saw a couple. Really did anything with that, and it was like few and far between. Like he hurt him in like the second he, round, then hurt yeah. him again in like the. 10th he round. hurt him just to get him off of him because Casano was on his ass all night throwing punches. Yeah, he was the busier fighter. Mm-hmm. His, his aggression was effective. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he was landing shots. He had Charlo rocked a couple times himself. So I mean, I thought Casano won the fight. Yeah, I agree. I agree that he won the fight. That's a good yeah. rematch to make. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like that Charlo went back in there and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna run it back with him because you know the draw. He wasn't okay with the draw. Castano no. wasn't okay with the no, draw. No, not at all. So you know they're gonna run it back. Like, whereas you got a guy like Tiafimo right now, he didn't want to run it back with Lomachenko. But, yeah. You know. He should have ran it back with Lomachenko. 
Because you saw we, like, before we finished our last episode, we were talking about that. And Loma was coming on later on in the round after just taking too long to to download how to figure out TFEMO. But once, honestly, he got his punches going, it was a different fight. It was an entirely different once fight. Once he put his foot on the gas, you saw the difference in the levels. But you also see, like, how he bounced back after getting surgery. He went and he took out Nakatani the way he did. Where yes, he did. You got Tiafimo going 12 rounds with this guy having trouble. He ain't look as good. People were questioning Tiafimo mm-hmm. after that fight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I when feel like... When he talks. Fighting Rich, Richard Comey would put him in a in a position where it's like, you know, Tiafimo can't really... That's going to be a good fight. That's going to be a great fight. It's going to put Tiafimo in a position where he's going to have to either run it back with Loma if Loma beats... Uh, or run it back Richard with Comey. Comey. Run it back with Comey or... He has to fight Devin Haney and get the other belt so he can be undisputed if he beats Devin Haney. Mm-hmm. And right stop now, walking around saying you're undisputed, bro. Exactly. You're the, just a unified champion. You're the only person that recognizes yourself as undisputed, not not anyone else. Yeah. But um, speaking of Haney, he's coming up December fifth. No, that's that's um. That's Tank. That's Tank. tank. That's Tank. I think he's somewhere around there. Yeah, Haney's around that time frame. He's fighting Jojo Diaz. That's a good fight. That's going to be a good fight. It was supposed to be... It was supposed to be Ryan Garcia It was supposed to be Garcia fighting him. I mean, it looks like Devin Haney's coming in and cleaning up all the fights that that, uh, Ryan Garcia either doesn't want or just ends up not fighting in. Yeah, because Garcia was supposed to fight Jojo. He was supposed to fight JoJo. Yeah, he was supposed he was to fight JoJo. He was supposed to fight uh, Jorge Linares. Yeah. But Haney's coming in and he beat Linares and now he's fighting JoJo. Defending his belt against JoJo. I'm not sleeping on JoJo, but I'm not sleeping on Haney either. Yeah, I think I think Haney is... He's too... He's skilled. He's too skilled right he's now. He's better skilled. Mm-hmm. He, he, you know, he's going to come in there. He's going to box him. It's going to be tough for... Jojo. Jojo to even get to him. He's a little bit Jojo, shorter. yeah. Devin Haney has the He's a good body puncher, though, Jojo. He's faster. Yes, but you have to get yeah, inside. You have to. And yeah, and with Haney, he's not going to allow it. Yeah, Haney's not just going to stand yeah. there in front of you, which, not to say, like, you know, some people be like, oh, he's running, but no, nah, he's using his skills. He has a lot of skills. But well, we've seen... Oh, they fight December 4th. December 4th, okay. So this, oh wow, that's literally next yeah next Saturday. That's gonna next be Saturday night. That's gonna be another good one right there. I got Devin Haney. You got Devin Haney. Unanimous decision. Mm. If he puts like he's been doing some crack on this punch, well not as of late. Maybe hurt JoJo. I don't. I'm know. not sure. I don't know, man. JoJo's tough. You know, he has a great chin. Yeah, he does. He's been in there with some guys. I mean, he fought... Gary Russell. This guy, Javier Fortuna. Yeah. He's a hard puncher, mm-hmm. which also another person that Ryan Garcia was supposed to fight. But, you know... Yeah, he pulled out of that. That was the fight that he was supposed to fight next, Ryan Garcia. Yeah. But he pulled out. He pulled out of that fight. So then JoJo steps up and beats him. Now JoJo gets a fight with Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia ends up pulling out because of his hand, whatever. But, you know... I think it was being his meat. That's why he pulled out. <laughs> but uh, all all respect to Ryan Garcia. He's done a lot. Yeah, like his big, his honestly, his biggest win was Luke Campbell in his career. That was a great. And that body was a shot great body shot. You caught him with. But 
but I'd like to see more of Ryan Garcia, which, I, which is why I, like, do too. Know, I bring his name up and, you know, I'm saying what I'm saying, but like, you know, he needs to get back in the ring. He does. He's wasting, I feel like he's wasting, yeah, he's wasting his talent. Like Canelo said it, that you're wasting your time right now, bro. You're young. His good, his good years. He's mm-hmm. wasting his good years. Like, look at how strong and fast he is. Mm-hmm. He talked yep. about the fight with Tank and then... You know, that's all it ever turned out. I would I would honestly like to see Garcia versus Tank. I, that would have been... They maybe. talked about this fight for so long. Like, that's actually been a fight that's been in the talks for years now. Like, like Mayweather said, oh, if Ryan Garcia beats Roley, he'll get a fight with Tank. And no. I don't know why Roley's like... The why bar. is he even being thrown in why, the mix? Why would that even make sense? Like, oh, you beat Roley, so now you showed that you could beat Tank? doesn't make sense. Roley's no. not that good of a no. fighter to set him as a standard. But... Roley would have been, like, something for Tank to just be like, yo, let this be a lesson to y'all. No, That's well, pretty much it. Tank fighting Roley didn't make sense any more than Ryan Garcia fighting Roley. Because they wanted Ryan Garcia to fight Roley. And if he beats Roley, he gets to fight Tank. Uh, Tank. But they just keep dancing around. They, they, they're gonna, they're gonna be they're doing gonna, that. The lightweight division right now, everybody's dancing around each other. They're trying to be like Mayweather, but Mayweather fought tough guys early on. In yeah, like he, he fought, fought what Castillo. He Castillo, fought Castillo Corrales. Fought, yeah, um, he fought, he chop, fought chop, games, chop, 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 chop. Caught him with a right yeah, hook. Chop, chop, chop was tough. Augustus, he, he had like, troubles with too. too. Crazy, yeah, but you know they're trying to avoid each other to keep their perfect records or whatever the case is. I don't know. They just gotta stop doing this dance round. Even the higher up in the weight classes are saying, stop doing this. Fight each other. Yeah, make the good fights. You got Josh Taylor saying, fight each other. And he's on, and he's the he's undisputed. undisputed. He yeah. Can, he can he say, can say like what he that. wants. Yeah. He did it. He did it in style, bro. He, he could say shit. When like he that. fought, I saw the fight with Ramirez. Yeah. He caught him with a left hand coming in and then a left catch and shoot uppercut he was too good for Ramirez like, he was he's too a very good slick boxer. Yeah. Mean, he, he actually called out Tiafimo he said if Tiafimo comes up to 140 he'd fight him I would like to see that he said I mean he's also said he'll fight he'll fight Crawford tank. yeah Tank Crawford he said, he said he's willing to fight Josh Taylor said he'll, I mean he said some, some bold made some bold statements he said he'll beat the shit out of Tank he said Tank got nothing for him I don't know how I feel about that I well, I feel that, like, since being undisputed, he could back it up. He can back it up. He can say what he wants because no, he accomplished I'm not saying that he can't say that. I'm just saying I don't know how much I believe that. That's what I'm saying. Well, to the people in the world, they follow this. I believe it when I see it. Oh, yeah, you got to. You got to believe it. Granted, Tank hasn't fought the best of no. competition, but... Yes. You know, he, he still is, like, I don't know, some guys, like, their name is their name. Like, you know, he is who he is, and you know that. Yeah. Okay. Just everybody like, Mayweather's, wants... Mayweather's, like, protecting his records, so, but at the same time, these are tough fights. These aren't guaranteed losses that would no. be on his, on his record, so... No, they're just going to be tough fights that are really going to make his career. Yeah, that like, would you, build you, you you You're big now, but... Think about it. You fight Haney, you fight Garcia, you fight Lopez. That's great for boxing. That is great for boxing. I want to see the lighter weight classes do something great for boxing. I want to see Tank fight Tiafimo. I'd like. I want to see that. I'd like to see him skip the line and fight Tiafimo. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? Like move on, move aside. Let me get over here. We've been dancing around each other for a while. Let's settle this. Yeah, cause Tank. Didn't Tank have a lightweight belt as well? Mm-hmm. He lost it on the scales, didn't he? Yes, he did. Of course. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, he could he could run that and say, <laughs> I never really lost my title. He didn't win no. He yeah. didn't win my belt. Yeah. Just like Benavidez. Benavidez yeah, lost his shit twice on the scale. Apparently, it's working for Benavidez. People are backing up that. You know, Canelo's ducking Benavidez uh, by not taking the fight with him. So, you know, maybe it'll work for Tank. Well, Tank might not even want to fight Tiafimo, whether he believes he could win or not. He might not even care to take that fight. But Honestly, just like you said, just like Canelo said, he could do whatever he wants. He could. He could, no. Because he's showing, he showed it. He fought, what, four times? Yeah, Smith, Eildrin. Billy Joe, yeah, four times in one year. Well, yeah, I said that. Canelo, Canelo does what he wants. Yeah, he can do that now. You can't say he's ducking anybody. But, but these lighter weight classes gotta stop doing that. Cause yeah. you didn't see the Rand duck nobody in no. the lightweight division. He demolished the lightweight division. He demolished the whole division, and based off of that, the lighter weight classes should honestly stop that. Yeah. Don't stop dancing around each other. Fight, man. How do you think... I mean, obviously, this is a long time ago. How do you think Adrian Broder would fare, fight, like, go up against these top guys right now at Lightweight? Because he started around 130. He might have won if, if... And I'm giving my honest opinion on this. I think he was a fantastic Lightweight. He was. At 135. And if he would have stayed at 135... I don't. I would not honestly think Haney would stand a chance. I don't think Haney would stand a chance. I think he would have made it a good fight, but not stand a chance against Brona. Brona's offense was crazy. I His think. offense was crazy. His defense was. He, he, I thought honestly with Brona, he was the second coming of Mayweather. I thought so. Too. I, I thought mean, so too. Was, but, his offense was so great mm-hmm. that nobody really threw punches back at him. Mm-hmm. Like he was beating the shit out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Exactly that, man. At 135, there was nobody beating Brona. If you would have stayed at 135, I don't think the guys of right now would do anything to him. Yeah, that was, he was he was tough. He was tough. But then we saw him jump up. He captured a, a welterweight championship, but lost in his next title defense against Madonna. And then he just went on a downward. And yeah, yeah, going in and out of jail. Not even the jail part. I'm just talking well, again, about downward, the rest of the on and off. downward spiral as but far as his career, period. Like He, he, he went and lost to Mikey Garcia, yeah. Danny Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. He lost to Maidana. He lost to Sean Porter. Mm-hmm. He was just going out there just to go out Just there. to go get a payday. Yeah. But, it, um, he wasn't taking the fight seriously. Reminds me of like, um, like later on, James Toney. Like he has all the athletic ability but doesn't take it like... Not but the James discipline. Tony was, James Tony was still winning fights. Oh no, no, because James Tony was on a different level. But his, I'm just saying, his, just the not being that disciplined. Staying at heavyweight, I don't think he should have went to heavyweight. He'd have been better, like you know, if he'd have fought at light heavyweight or even stayed at cruiserweight. Yeah, he never ca- he never captured the light heavyweight crown. I think yeah. he skipped past it. He, he went middleweight, heavy. super middleweight, went to cruiserweight, captured some sort of heavyweight crown, and. Yeah, he never captured the light heavyweight crown. He was in there with some tough He was. Too. They, he, just, he wasn't like Roy Jones who just went no. up there to win a belt. He was, he was on a different level, James Tony. Like, even over the Atlantic, Eubank, Ben, 
Steve Collins, all, all these names I'm mentioning right now wanted to fight him, but their promoters didn't want to didn't want the fights to happen. You know why? Because he honestly at that point was the most feared super middleweight on the planet. The only one that could stop him was Roy Jones. Yeah, but, but nobody that, that but was Roy Jones. but yeah Roy yeah Roy's in the class on his own but at that time James Tony was the baddest 168 pound fighter and these guys want I would honestly love to see Tony versus Nigel Ben that would have been the slugfest on its own or you have a chess match with Eubank or have a try try and slug it out with Steve Collins or just outbox Steve Collins. His nickname was Lights Out as well. Yeah, and he and he met the bravado of it. He could put you out. He had all the tools in the book, man. It was I just feel yeah. like he was lacking he discipline. Sho- he had that shoulder roll down. Oh yeah, the discipline. His crazy. discipline. That's he what that's what I obtained the Brona. Like it's just he the did discipline. Not like yeah. Running. He liked to eat a lot. Yeah. That's why I obtained the Brona. Like if it, it's just a lack of discipline. Yeah, that's that, exactly that right. keeps them that keeps them out of the gym and in in more trouble. In Broner's case, he gets into more trouble by not being in the gym, not being like doing your craft, bro. You like yo, he's skilled. He's got all the tools as well, but he doesn't want to. I think like he's apply done it. now. Though. I don't think now he's yeah, done. I don't think he's gonna he do it no more. Mm-hmm. He's not playing. He's just doing it for a paycheck too now. Everybody's just doing it for a paycheck. Yeah. Not putting that hard. I don't even think his paychecks are that good anymore. Nah. It's not even worth it for him to get punched. Mm -mm. Not like before. Not like before. He was making money. After that, Madonna lost. That was it. That was a tough fight. Now you got like who you got? I'm called Regis. Regis Progress. I like him. He reminds me. He reminds me of a 140 pound James Tony, bro. Like straight up, just the style that he has, the roll and everything, his waist movement. He's a sniper with that left hand of his. He is. He is. But guess who be him? Josh Taylor. I was just about to say that. I was about to say. <laughs> I mean, does any of that matter if he can't beat the guy? If they run it back, it's not like absolutely. I think not, he. It's come not back like he again. could go fight a different champion. Josh Taylor has all the belts. Yeah. And it's not like he's over here trying to move up to 147. No. Like Crawford did. He's fighting a he, mandatory next year. Yeah. Like Crawford went up to 147 right after he undisputed. He was undisputed at 140. Yeah. Josh Taylor doesn't seem like he's going to do the same. No, he's, he's going to stick around and, you know. Because you got to think about it. The last undisputed. The, the very last undisputed champion from Scotland was. Um, uh, I know. He had the, an undisputed champion. Yeah, Scotland. in Scotland. Yeah, it's um. Shit, shit, shit. He fought the ring. I'm sorry. My co-host has to get the name up. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Like I'm so good with names, you know. Like I can remember a name in a heartbeat, but it's like it's got to be by face sometimes, you know. But it's just damn. It's like right there, you know, everybody. Like you got it at the tip of your tongue or like the. Like right there in your brain, but it's not there right now. <laughs> the face is popping up, but the name's not. I don't know, man, because I'm looking at the list. It's just them. Like it's just the guys that you know. Uh, um, it must not have been in the fourth. No, nah, it's on. It's a, It's there. It's there. 
it's that. I gotta just, cause I was just remembering it and everything. I gotta look too right now. Appreciate my co-host for doing the research and everything. I gotta really take a look. Damn, I'm so good with names half the time. I really am. I was just Ken Buchanan. Ken Buchanan, yeah. I don't yeah, Ken Buchanan. He's he was the light he was the lightweight champion at the time. Like he was the the man. He was the undisputed king of the lightweights at the time. And he's the and that was the fight that Roberto Duran land the most vicious low blow I've that I've ever seen on record. You gotta do it. I, guess. I know, but everybody, but then everybody on ring at ringside that fight, and you could watch it and see it that they said, "Oh, it's a body shot. It's a body shot." No, it was a clear right hand rupturing a ball type body um, low blow. Yeah, Ken Buchanan said, "Yeah, said this to Duran. I it hurts every time I pee, and when I pee, I think of you." I'd have fucked him up for that. Yo, what? <laughs> But Ken Buchanan, yeah, he was the last Scottish undisputed lightweight champion. Now Josh Taylor is. So it's like, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Very big deal to him. But for Josh Taylor to keep doing him, I think if he does make the move to... um, If he does make the move to welterweight... Be cautious, man, because with the retirement of Sean Porter Crawford right now, the only other person standing in his way is Spence. And I don't want to see Josh Taylor get (laughs) honestly fucked up, bro. He had a fantastic performance, but Crawford's on a different level. Did you you hear what happened with Ugas? Like, they're doing Ugas style, man. They are. He won the title. Now they're making him fight a mandatory instead of letting him fight... Like Spence yeah. Crawford next, he has to fight a mandatory. I don't. They, they would have never did. They that gotta give. They gotta now. give this man respect for taking a fight two weeks notice and winning. And winning the fight, I might you. And dropping the legendary Pacquiao. He dropped Pacquiao. He dropped Pacquiao. Oh, that, yeah, he whipped Pacquiao's ass though. But. That that fight, like it, it, you know what that fight reminded me of when B-Hop fought Joe Smith. It was like a sad ending to a great career, you know. Yeah, like I'm you don't you don't want to see him get dropped like that, you know. No, a younger like and when I say especially younger, a younger, younger guy, yeah. B-Hop, younger yeah. B-Hop would have beat the shit out of Joe Smith. But younger B-Hop would have destroyed Joe like Smith. In his forties, not even younger. Yeah, guy. for in his forties, like he did to Kelly Pavlik. Yeah, yeah, he beat the shit out. We're of throwing we throwing back numbers here. We're throwing but, back circus. <laughs> But the one, if if Josh Taylor moved up to welterweight, that would be tough, man. Because you know, it's a stacked division. It's it not is. a bullshit division. Like if he he can being undisputed, he can skip the line and fight like a Spence or a Crawford mm-hmm. right away. Maybe even Ugas if he wants. Making him making him like the number one can basically contend to have but welterweight. Even even at that, like you know, these are tough tough names. I don't think you know. I think I think if Josh Taylor were to make the move to welterweight, I think his first opponent should be Keith Thurman. You think so? Give give Thurman something to come back on and make it a good performance for Josh Taylor. Well, Thurman, he's aiming for, for Bud. 
he's trying to get Crawford. Um, but my man, I say him. straight up, take a tune-up fight. He said that though. He said he'll fight Crawford in eight months, and Crawford said, "Why wait so long?" And you know, everybody that was he was talking to, they were like, "Well, you know, he probably wants a tune-up fight. You know, to fight you." He said, "Well, that just shows you they don't believe in themselves like they say they do." Because I mean, if Thurman really believed he was the king at welterweight, you know, he's saying none of the top guys beat him. He lost to Pacquiao. Yeah. You know, cool. That's something then to come say. Back, come back and fight one of these top guys if you really feel that way. My my honest opinion, he should have ran it back with Sean Porter. That would have been a nice throwback. That would have been. But that would have been a great throwback fight right there to see. Like, all right, you beat Porter. Now let's see if Porter could beat you. Let's see if he, if he can solve your puzzle. Because he kind of did with those body shots. He did. But, you know, Thurman, man. Thurman, I felt like Thurman was, was ducking smoke with everybody. Like, yeah, he, he was. He, 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 he was terrified of Spence and Crawford at the time. But he fought Garcia. And at that time, Garcia made the move to welterweight. He I made think Garcia the move. Had, a, had a few fights at welterweight. I think... I think, what, what do you think is next for Danny Garcia, honestly? Because welterweight, he, he just, he's coming off from losing to Spence, but not in a bad way. He gave, it was a give and take fight, but he the better man won. Yeah. He fought in the early round, not in that fight, in the early rounds, he was countering beautifully with his right hand. He knows how to fight lefty. I feel like Spence dominated Spence, that yeah. fight straight through. At his own, at Spence's pace. He controlled the pace. Mm-hmm. He dictated where he wanted Garcia to move with his jab. He he picked him apart the whole fight. I was surprised that he wasn't able to drop Garcia or even stop him. The way you know, he was really punishing him at one mm-hmm. point. He was hitting him to the body a lot and hitting him hard. Garcia's Spence tough. is very smart, man. He's a tough competitor, you know. He's there. He's not. He's not an easy guy to get out of there either. No, but not at all. Garcia not at all. also talked about moving up to 154. He said he'd do that. I would like to just see him just take a quick tune-up, you know, to see how it feels for him. What at 154? Yeah, 154. I think he, I think he could. He could manage his, his himself at 154. He's held his own, yeah. He's held his own. He's held his own, yeah. He, he can take a punch. Yeah, he's a good counter puncher. He has very good timing. Yeah, he does. He does. His timing is ridiculous. He's very patient too when he waits. Like he'll, mm-hmm. he'll wait all night for his fucking punch. Like yeah, he'll wait he, all night for his right hand and land it, and it's yeah. on the trigger. It's his on the left good trigger. Too, put his head down, throw that left hook. People mm-hmm. say is luck, but nah, he's landed he's it so many it. fucking times. That when shit, that shit is fucked up. Amir Khan with that left hook. Exactly. Fucked up Rod Salka with that left hook. I wouldn't even bring that up. Rod oh, Salka. Oh, man. Rod Salka sucks. Who the fuck is <laughs> Half the people that hear this aren't even going to know who that Yo, is without him. But I feel his first genuine loss in his record was not the key. It was to Lamont Peterson, bro. I mean, he lost to Lamont Peterson. If he lost to Marcio, uh, Mauricio Herrera in Puerto Rico. Yes, he did. And he, uh, there was also a time where, I mean, I watched it back when he fought Ashley Theophane earlier in his career. I saw that fight too, yeah. I don't feel like he won that fight. No. But, you know. But he's he's he doesn't look back on the past of that. He he looked at those as like, all right, I got to learn for the next one. And the next yeah, one. Yeah, he, he did better in his next fight. Yeah, but with, the Lamont, with that Lamont Peterson fight, you saw Peterson box beautifully. He was landing perfect shots. Working the body. He was working the body, taking the starch out of Danny's punches. Lamont, Lamont was tough. He was tough at yeah. one mm-hmm. and at 140. He was good, man. He was a good him, brother, a little bit. But 
all eyes are on Lam- Lamont Peterson. But now he's retired. I think yeah. Spence retired. Yeah, Spence, yeah. Spence whipped his ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have retired too after oh. that. No, it wasn't Spence. It was Sergei Lipnitz. He, oh, shit, he lost to him? He lost to him. To Lipnitz mm-hmm. or whatever, however you say it. Lipnitz. <laughs> but then Mikey, yeah, Lipnitz, well, Mike, uh, I call it Lipnitz. He's, he's tough. He is tough. But Mikey Garcia Mikey fucking Garcia stopped him. Put, didn't he put him to sleep? He put him to sleep. Jerron Ennis whipped his ass. Like, he's a tough, he's a tough competitor. Yeah. But when you get to that level, like Ennis put him on his ass. He there was no re there was no reason why Lip Sergey should have been at welterweight, bro. There was no, no reason for him to be at welterweight. He got knocked out at 140 by Mikey. So what did he think going up to 147 was gonna do? Then he bought boots. Come on, man. Come on, boots. Let's talk about boots, man. Boots right now is. My eye is the top welterweight right now. He's the future. Leading, like, leading contender right he's, now. In my opinion, he's the future of the welterweight division. Mm-hmm. And He brings a know, lot to the table. Although a lot of people will want to see it, I can see it not happening. Like, Boots uh, versus like, Crawford mm-hmm. or even Spence. I can see that fight not happening just due to the age difference. Like, look, you got Crawford who's like 10, damn near 10 years older than him. So it's like... Crawford's not gonna fight forever, and it's like he's just trying to capture. Like Crawford's on a different type of mission than what people would want to see. Like you know, people are like, "Oh, nah, you know, go fight Boots. That would be a good fight." But Boots don't have a belt, so yeah. like that's what they. That's what it comes down to now. Next, like for, for Crawford, he sees it as like you know Spence or nothing, Spence Thurman or nothing, because Thurman, like he said was the top of the welterweight division. And he never got beat. And, Besides Pacquiao, he never got beat by any of the top welterweights exactly. at he that beat time. Danny Garcia. He yeah. beat Sean Porter, you know? He was part he was part of the the welterweight five at the at that time. He was. He yeah. was. He was the guy to beat. I'll give him that. Yeah. You but, remember that man? The middleweight the middleweight four? What, you talking about the four kings? Yeah. Did you watch that documentary? Yeah, I did. I watched it, yo. Good. That was amazing how yo, they portrayed Hagler, it, bro. Hagler really went through some shit in his career, man. Like, no, like, they gave him no respect, man. It's crazy, because he started out, man. And, you know, it's still kind of the same now. Like, you know, if you don't have that decorated amateur background and you're not very popular. Like Tommy like Tommy and, and Ray. Yeah. They would have, they basically, at that time, like, the names that you wanted to fight. Because of their background, and then, like but, Roberto Duran. By the time these guys came around, he was already fighting. He was, while. yeah, he, he was already like 15 years yeah. Old, so. Yo, he had already demolished the lightweights, and just said, you know what, I'm gonna go up to welterweight and fight your best welterweight at that time. Well, can I say something that a lot of old school people say, but I disagree go ahead. with? I gotta hear this. I don't like the 15 rounds in boxing. You don't like the 15 no, rounds? I don't. I don't agree with 15 rounds. Yeah. What the fuck? That's way too many rounds of fighting. That's conditioning. That you have That's to condition conditioned. yourself different, but you also peak younger when you fight that many rounds. It shows. Like, look at. Granted, you have to take into account like guys like Sugar Ray Leonard and like Camacho and shit like that. These guys were on drugs as well. You yeah, know? yo. Like they yo, said it. Don't They'll say it. <laughs> they, they, they used to party. You know, yeah. Roberto Duran used to party. Like 
you know, he would get real heavy. He did. He fights. did. For their rematch, he but partied all day. He was at, out of shape. Look at Leonard's career. They were saying he was over the hill and he was barely 30. I don't even think he was 30 yet. So How like, many times did he retire in his career? Like yeah, three, four times? He was going blind and shit. Yeah, so like, it's right, he had a torn retina in his eye. Like, yeah. But like 15 rounds, that's very taxing no, on the body. Like, the way how it, they did that back when the bare knuckle era started going down. But I do feel like if a fight ends in a draw, if the two fighters agree, they could run one more round and see who wins the fight. <laughs> what, round cool. 16? No, round 13. 16, like overtime? Round 13. <laughs> round 13? Because you can't. I don't think you can't end up with a draw in a 15 round fight. I don't know how the fuck. I mean, when I when I was when I was in Vegas, when I was in Vegas, and I had like a talk, like a person one on one talk with Sean Porter and his pops, they were actually gonna petition for 15 round fights. They're crazy. They're They're crazy for it. They're old school though. Yeah. Sean Porter is really a throwback. Yeah. 15 rounds is crazy. Like that's that's a lot. But being, a throw, but being a throwback is what Sean Porter and gave him the best fucking resume I've ever seen out of boxing. Yes, I agree with He fought the, the who's the who. He fought the who's who at welterweight. I agree with that. I agree with fighting the best, fighting the best. And but he I lived up to that. I agree with no fucking 15, 15 rounds, that's, man. That's but we in the new modern era. Do you think the medicine of today would have helped these men... Back doing the 15 rounders Yes it would have I feel like That and they would have To lay off the drugs And shit Yeah Well really think about it It was during the 19 Damn near the 30s well, When you, it well, was no, They were playing 15 rounds In the yeah. 70s and 80s as well Yeah late, Well it kind of diminished When they went into the 80s No cause I Like mean, late 70s Early 80s Only No only, cause most of Most of Leonard's career Was Was 15 rounders yeah. But it all changed and we're jump- and I'm jumping into a um if you ever seen it, no, but if you ever heard of the fighter, Ray Boom Boom Mancini. Yeah. And his and his fifteen round fight in Vegas with Doom Goon Kim. Kim died in the fifteenth round, bro. He died when that fight was over. Ray stopped him, but with the Kim with the heat, with the Vegas heat, and whatever Kim was drinking in this corner. They're saying he was drinking tea. So That's you're drinking crazy. tea in dead heat. So you're getting more exhausted and, and then some. Well, that's why Sugar Ray Robinson yeah. didn't win the light heavyweight title. He was fighting Yes, outside. he almost won that title. He was about to make history by becoming from middleweight going to the light heavyweights and capturing the light heavyweight crown as well. And he was winning, honestly, by a landslide when he fought Joey Maxim. Yeah, well, under those lights, you're right, you're right about the Boom Boom Mancini fight. Yeah, because they that was in November 13th, 1982, mm-hmm. and that's when they decided to stop doing 15 yeah. round fights. That's when they decided to that stop doing. You know, they were trying to help the, the fighters. You know, mm-hmm. boost their safety. Yeah. So after that fight, and it, only because it was on live television, it was on ABC. And then they officially changed it, it on October 19, 1987. And, here, and here's what happened. The fight with Leonard Hagler only went 12 rounds. Hagler was already in coming from the last era of doing 15 rounds. And Ray was already accustomed to doing 15, but he looked like he was meant to do 12-round fights. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's a, let me do, let's talk about that fight, man. What, 
Leonard, Leonard and Hagler. Yeah, let's talk about that fight. My God, my God. If here's my two cents on it, and I mean this. God bless you, Hagler, honestly, but you should have just boxed Southpaw. I don't, I know you're, God rest your soul, man, but you should have boxed Southpaw. The entire fight, besides doing that in the first round, boxing orthodox. You're thinking you can outbox Ray Leonard. But Leonard, Leonard, Leonard was on his bicycle for a lot of the You fight. saw it, yeah, you saw it. You saw it, and, but... What killed me is that you heard the commentary from Gil Clancy whoever and whoever else was over on commentary that night that Ray had trouble with Southpaws in camp. Yeah. He, Hagler did the same thing when he fought Mugabe. Box right. He came out orthodox, trying to see something different, trying to do something new. But you saw him go back to let Southpaw and dominate with his right jab. That's how I feel that he should have done it with Leonard. But instead of just going orthodox, stay Southpaw and just bang bang away with your right jab. Get close and bang away with your combinations. That's how I honestly... he It was a close fight either way, but a lot of say Leonard won the fight. A lot of say... A lot say um, Hagler won the fight. Yeah, that's a that's a debate that's gonna go on forever. Oh yeah. I'm on the side that says that Hagler won, so there's that. I throw I mean, a Hagler won too. I, I feel like even if like switching Southpaw, yes, he probably he probably would have won better. But I do feel like he won the fight. Yeah. He did what he needed to do. Wasn't he the champion? Yes, he was. Have to beat the champion. He was he the he fight. was the undisputed middleweight. He had all three belts, but he hey, he relinquished. Two titles, the WBA and the IBF. So that night, they only fought for the WBC. But hands down, the greatest middleweight of all time. Hands down, of his era. I feel like he's arguably one of the greatest uh, middleweights ever. Hell yes. Like, there's some. Hell yes. There's, there's some really good. Really good fights that, like, you know, fantasy fights, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the other day, I, I think I saw it, but then I posted it up on Instagram. It was him versus Triple G. Prime for prime. I got Hagler. I got Hagler. Not not taking nothing away from Triple G, but Prime Triple Hagler. Triple G is really like the boogeyman, but so okay. is Hagler. Yeah, Hagler, Hagler was like more like Candyman. You said his name five times and you're done. Yeah, he was different. I like Triple G, man. He's nah. one of the, in my opinion, he's one of the best middleweights Hell yeah. in history. He's definitely earned the claim of being one of the best middleweights in history. Yeah, he, he has that to mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Even I just feel like they really don't give him that much. What's up with this guy that he's fighting? Have you ever seen him fight? Ryoto Murata? Yeah. No, I have never seen... I've seen a highlight of him. He's got He's got some power. I'm gonna leave with this and he's just tall most people don't know shit about boxing and that's my best Roger Mayweather impression but (laughs) listen somebody had told me they think Murata is gonna win no but then followed up with but yo Triple G is probably you know he's he's tough tough as fuck blah 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 all that so it's like you know he he bigged up Triple G but said he's gonna lose now I don't know man I really don't see Triple G losing like there was a time when people questioned the level of competition that Triple G was fighting, but he the, was very avoided. He was the boogeyman at middle. Yeah, nobody didn't want to fight him. Like we saw when he started fighting on what Dominic Wade, 
Yeah. And um, Willie Monroe, you're like you're looking at this like, yo, Triple G, the hell you doing? You just beat oh he just beat David Lemieux. That was only and his toughest competition right there. David Lemieux looks so regular. And he heard him. He, he heard him. He beat the hell. Just like, his I jab. He educated yeah, the jab his, that His night. jab is super underrated. Like, mm-hmm. To be honest, that's his most utilized punch is his jab. Yeah. Because he's a fucking search and destroy type of fighter. He's going to break you down. He's going to cut off the ring mm-hmm. and he's going to jab you. To and he, yeah. And look what happened in Lemieux coming. He's a straight dead puncher. Straight dead, like he'll hit you, hurt you, punch he'll up. Put you to sleep. We saw when he knocked out Curtis. Yeah, that was scary. That was scary, and I and I really and I said this to the almost. I'm like, if Kurt, if Curtis can hit him, he's gonna hurt him, and, and he, he and he did, and he, he did. Was, he was coming on strong in that round in mm-hmm. particular, like he was, with his left hook, like always. Having, he was having his way in the fight at mm-hmm. that point in the fight, and then he just got caught, and that's really just that, how it goes yo, sometimes. He put him to sleep. They it was both threw left hooks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one landed, one didn't. But now, you know, I would honestly say I would want to see run back. Dan, I want to see Danny and Triple G run it back at least. I've been saying that since that fight happened. Yeah, right? I said, everybody... <laughs> got to run it that's, back. That's what gets me mad about Canelo, man. Because everybody kept pushing for this Canelo fight, pushing for the Canelo fight. And it's like, bro... Barely beat Danny Jacobs. Yeah. Let him run it back. Let him run it back. They're doing Let that him... like he's a Willie Monroe or something like that. Yeah. Like, like a guy that doesn't deserve a rematch. And it's like, this fight might not go the way you think it will. Yeah. The look, time Danny, Danny did his. Danny did good, man. I'm not gonna I thought bullshit. that he won the fight. Mm-hmm. The knockdown was bullshit. That was not a knockdown. That he, wasn't a he knockdown. He was pushed to the canvas and they counted it. So it's whatever. Like you know. I always like believe that it's the name. It is. Just when, no, just when they already had, they already had a date set for the Canelo fight before Danny Jacobs uh, fought Triple G. They like, oh, you know, they, they say they like, just, yo, here we're they gonna... were setting up the the Triple G Canelo fight for the. Long. I don't get that. That's man. why you know I respect Canelo yeah. when he fought Danny Jacobs. Yeah, you know he recognized that Danny Jacobs really was one of the kings at middleweight mm-hmm. at that time. He challenged him. He knew what he was stepping in there with. Yeah, and like, to be honest, going into that fight, I thought they got to run that back. Had a really good chance of beating Canelo. I had that borderline of 50-50 fight. I honestly believe with this, when, well, I don't know how this fight's gonna turn out. I'm gonna watch it though with Triple G and Murado. I believe if this happens, they like they got to run it back with Danny. They have to. I don't, I don't know, but I don't know how they're gonna do it now. He's already at 168 now. He's at super middleweight. I don't think he's fighting at 160. He's not going to come back down to 160 to fight him. No. And Triple G has made it very clear that he's not moving up. So we got basically just holding it down as long as he can. A middleweight king just running the division. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. Absolutely 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 nothing nothing wrong with that. People feel like you have to jump around to different weight classes all the time. Roberto Duran was the king at lightweight for like 10 years before he moved up. Yeah, he fought every opposition in front of him. So I believe with... Just like how Lomachenko... To be honest, if Lomachenko don't leave 130, he probably doesn't doesn't lose again. No. Mm -mm. At 130? Although now there's talks about Shakur Lomachenko. What do you think of the monster? Oh, Shakur Lomachenko? Oh, wait, wait, wait. My bad. The monster. My bad. bad. Wait, say that again? Uh, I was going to talk about Inoue. 
anyway. I was going to bring up anyway, but we can bring him up, but let's right, bring this up wanna, right here. I let's wanted bring to say, right since here. Shakur Stevenson is being talked about right now, We brought I brought his name up. Hold on, hold on. I think you brought it on my attention that... Yeah, so, Shakur so, and Chris yes. Colbert. So you have you have Shakur and Chris Colbert join yeah. at each other on Twitter, and they've going been back talking, and forth. Right? They've been going back and forth for a while now. It started it started on an Instagram live. I was on the Instagram live when they were talking, but it was them talking. They yeah, were talking me... about Roly, yeah. and then they got into talking about each other. You know, it seemed like you know friends joking. <laughs> Yeah. A friendly competition where they were talking about who would beat who. Now, <laughs> now Shakur, let me read it. Let hold me... on. Before you get to that, because Shakur was on a different show. Oh, and yeah. And they asked him. This is where it started. This is where the bad blood started. They were, He was on a show. I forgot the name of it. Fuck. It was like a, a podcast or something. And, yeah. you know, they asked him about Chris Colbert, I guess. And he started talking about it. And he said... You know, I used to beat him up in sparring and shit. Oh. And then, you know, now the guy, he called Chris on the phone and I'm going to call him B-Hop. All right. So he calls B-Hop on the phone yeah. and tells him what Shakur has been saying. So now so this now, is where shit got heated. He tells Shakur, like, you know, you being a bitch, you talking about sparring. When the fuck did I ever spar you? And he's like, that time in the staircase at blah, 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 tournament, whatever. And then he's like, you counting that like you a bitch. So now, you know, Shakur took offense to that. And that's when the disrespect started flying. I'm my telling man. you. It was suck my dick this. <laughs> fuck you that. Yo, you a bitch. You a hold on, hold on, hold on. And then they took to Twitter. Let's, see, let's, get, the, let's get to Twitter. Let's get to Twitter. And this is what I'm reading from a man. He sent it to me. And I, this is from Shakur saying, I want to fight Chris Colbert in 2022. He is dookie, but talk like he like that. Tell him unify with me after he beat up that bum. Damn. All right, let's get let's get to another one right here. Now from B Hop, Stevenson is pussy, and he act like he's like that. He know my body, but let's make it happen in 2022 live on Showbox. Ask your boss if you can do that. Ask your boss if you can do that, yo. My man, I don't even want to keep going. Right, so I'm going to keep it going. I'm going to keep going. He said, listen, man. I'm, Shakur came out and said, listen, ask my boss. He said, I'm the A-side. You know what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this going to be a good fight. This, this going to be a good This, one. to me, listen, my honest opinion, man. This is my humble opinion. This is... I got Shakur, man. You got Shakur. But this is the closest that we will see right now to Shakur having what would be almost a 50-50 fight. Almost where it's like the opponent can beat him. I do think that Let's think about it. Yeah. has what it takes to Cobra, beat Shakur. Cobra has the speed. We like his foot, fighter, his footwork is in A lot of beautiful. the flashy shit that he's done to his other opponents ah. will not be done to Shakur. Not saying that it won't work. It will not work. But he's not even going to try it because he no. knows already. Mm-hmm. This is this is a different this level a different of fighting. Like, Shakur fight. is not going to come in there and do, do flashy like you know what I'm saying, shit yeah. like that either, because it's not gonna work against B-Hop. It's a this fight. It's it's gonna be a high speed chess match, yeah. and the best man will win that night. B-Hop she calls a sharper puncher. B-Hop has said, I am the better man. I will win that night. I do not see myself losing. Shakur told him, you don't believe the shit that you're talking right now. And he said, listen, it's if, anybody, be a good fight. if anybody you know believes in themselves, it's me. So you know I believe what it's I'm saying. It's gonna be a good fight. So right? this fight, you know, if it happens, can be a really good fight and this should be this should put the lightweights on notice this is mm-hmm. the best fighting the best mm-hmm. you, 
got B Hop with a title. You got Shakur with a title. They Let's both make rank, it happen. They both ranked at 130. They both mm -hmm. top 10 Let's at make 130. It make it happen. Make it happen. Oscar Valdez ran long enough. He mm -hmm. ran up to a different weight class to get away from Shakur. Now Shakur is there in his face, and he he's probably so happy that this is going on between B Hop. Oscar and Shakur. Valdez, yeah. Yes, because now well, Shakur's gonna... attention is not on him right now. Yeah. Because but B Hop why, then disrespected him, and he disrespected B Hop. So now they kind of want to make this shit happen more than they more than he cares about Valdez. Yeah, but watch what happens when of either Shakur or Bihop. Valdez is going to be right back in that picture trying to avoid that, but of they're going to be right in his face. But even even Shakur said it on a different tweet. They said, they say, yo, Valdez is so happy right now. And then, oh, you know, I, got I don't think I sent that one to you. Nah, nah, but, but this is from another one from Shakur to Bihop. Cause this is gonna be the money, the money on the oh for real on pussy, and shut up. I'm the draw. You do what I say. Matter of fact, I'm choosing the gloves of your fight, you bitch ass nigga. Oh, let's go. They talking crazy. Like this let's is a go. fight. This is a fight that now I'm super interested in. Yeah. This, this fight got me locked in. I want to see it because it's Yo. two very skilled young fighters. Honestly, when both, that fight when that fight happens, we're covering that fight. They both. We're gonna cover future, that fight. The future of boxing, if you ask me. They both the future of the 130 pound division. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I've I've actually said I would like From, to see B Hop fight even Tank at 130. <laughs> Well, I think Bihop got a lot. He got a lot in his. He's got he got a lot, a lot in his bag. Yeah, he I'm does. telling you right now, he got a lot in his bag. So, but this fight right here is gonna put the lightweights on notice. This is this, gonna put this 135 gonna bring, on notice. This better light fire under them lightweights' ass. Cause look at Bihop and Shakur ready to make it happen. They're ready and to go to up be, to 135. To honest, I don't see them. Dancing around this like nah, how Devin Haney they, and Tiafimo, nah, they wait to gonna, run into each gonna other gonna and run talk it. shit all the and time. No, and no, this fight looks like it can happen and, no and will be, happen. And no one be he's gonna take this fight. Behop wants take this the fight. fight. I know Behop wants to prove to the world mm -hmm. that he could beat a guy like Shakur Stevenson. If he, because look, you know, if Shakur he could do Stevenson's it. a household name. He was on the Olympics, but also. B-Hop said he ain't give a fuck about the Olympics. No, he said he it really in the documentary yeah. that he had. Counterpunch. Yeah, check counter that out on net, on. Check that out on Netflix counter right there. Counterpunch. Free promo real quick. Yeah. But, <laughs> yo, B-Hop didn't care about the Olympics, so he didn't go that route. He went pro. That's it. So, yeah. you know, you got Shakur. He went that route. He won a silver medal where he what, he felt like he should have won gold, and so did everybody I'm sure he could. Yeah, I saw he got cut, though. That was the only thing but, keeping him away from the gold. He got they, cut that. You know... They, he wants to show that he could beat a guy like this. He's confident in his ability, and I'm confident in his ability that he could beat Shakur too. But you know, I also feel like Shakur could beat him. This is one of those fights that I could see either guy beating the other. Mm -hmm. I can see it happening too, man. This I almost gonna be forgot about fight. that one, man. That that one <laughs> that one got me hype. I was watching so many different videos on YouTube <laughs> trying to catch up on this and figure out who started it, <laughs> where it came from, and shit um, like that. All right, before we wrap things up. We're going to bring it back to doing Coach's Corner. And we're going to name who's on our pound for pound list. So, pound for pound list. All pound time, pound. All all time all or right now? Right now. Just active fighters? Active fighters right now, pound for pound. You can go first. Oh, man. All right. This is your show. All right. <laughs> all right. Here's my pound for pound list of the top fighters right now. Number 10. Um, I'm 
shit. You putting it in a particular order. Nah, I'm just I don't kidding. Have, I don't need, you only no, got five? No, no, no. You can do five. No, I, I have ten. Well, we can honestly do no, five because we're have, running out of I time. I have ten, but I don't have it in a particular order. Only oh, one and two right. is in order. Only That's one it. and two is in order? Yes. How you, have it, how you have it at one and two? I got Bud and Canelo. And it's one A and one, one, a and one B, to be honest. Got it. Because they're sharing the number one spot right now. Yes, exactly. Is it, that's numbers. hard, right? That's hard. That's hard. They're both that's hard. pound for pound, if you ask me. No, yeah, because they everybody else is pound for pound. They got Canelo at number I've one, had, Bud had at Bud, number two. I've had Bud number one on my pound for pound when they had Canelo. I yeah. had him before Canelo for a long time. Canelo winning that super middleweight undisputed. Put him, put him at number one for me, but also, you know, you but, got Bud, well, Bud out with this win over Sean Porter. Porter and shit. I got him. It's number one, one A. As well. like, yeah, one know, A, man. one B. But who's one A? Who's one B? That's tough. You there you go. All right, listen, listen. I got Bud one A. You got Bud one A and Canelo one B. I have him one A and Canelo one B only because. Bud was undisputed first, and that's what I'm jacking. That's true. There. Yeah, yeah. You go, you're right. He you're right. You're right. He did, he did it, first. it first. He did it first. That's he did it. it first. I'm sorry. He's a throwback. All right. He's so, a switch hitter. so. Uh, agree. Agree. I got Bud and Canelo sharing the number one spot. All right. All right go ahead. I got, I got I got Bud and Canelo. It's it's all good. I got Canelo and Bud sharing the number one spot. But I got Canelo one A. And I got Bud. I'm not mad at that. B. Like it can go either way. So yeah. like you saying one A, I'm not even here to argue with and, you about that. Um, I got Usyk at number th- at number two. I got Usyk at two. Technically, that's three already. Neil, <laughs> number <laughs> three. Well, in a, in a way, at number four. Well, at four. Three. Well, now he's three. Now he's three. Yeah, one A, one B. Yeah, but yeah. And um, Josh Taylor, honestly, Josh Taylor. These are the, this is my pound for pound for right now. Right now, until somebody changes the outcome of everything. And right now, this is my top, pound for pound. That top right there, it, it makes sense. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that's basically how I had my, my top five going. Because, in it, honestly, in a way, right now, he's like two belts, two belts away from becoming undisputed at 118. And he's a monster. And he's a monster. Like, it's scary where the power comes from, but he carries it, and he... It's just destructive. You saw the boxing classic, like when he fought Donaire. Yeah. That was a great fight. He was cut, but he fought through it and hurt Donaire with a body shot. Yeah. And put him down. He really is different. There's just something about him. And yeah, he's two belts away from becoming undisputed. He's got Kashimiro with the WBO and Donaire with the WBC. But most likely, him and Donnell are going to run it back. So, the winner of that fights is Kashimiro to unify and become undisputed. Because right now, he's got the IBF, the WBA, and the Ring Magazine titles. In a way. And the other two just got one belt and one belt. That's all he's really got to do. But if they can really hash it down and come to it, then we'll see what happens. But... Mike the Martian, thank you for coming again for another episode of Inside get, the Fight. I'm gonna get my pound for pound list on the next oh, yeah. episode. Oh we yeah, have a lot oh of yeah, time. oh yeah. Sorry, so, I'm sorry, bro. It's I'm sorry, good. bro. Nah, it's all good. I know it's the show. I know it's my show, but my bad. Now nah, we get, gotta we leave get some caught space. up. We get caught up. Yeah, in we the do. Shit, we do. We do. We'll tune in next time on Inside the Fight. Catch Yo, you later. You're ready. Thanks for having me. No problem.